0: Welcome to the Ongoing Story of the Bible. Season 4, Military Maneuvers. Israel, with God's military might, strategy and power, defeat the locals who worship war gods, Baals. But Israel still takes half-measures and don't destroy all the gods in the land. Now Joshua sorts out disagreements, the main issue being battle strategies and the allotment of land. Aaron's son, the priest Eliezer, meaning my God, has helped... Is his helper. The land is divided among the tribes using the holy discerning tools the Urim and thummim. An aging Joshua now calls everyone together for a parting message and warning. He reminds them of God's laws and warns that they will turn to other gods and lose the land. Like the generations before the people promise they covenant that they will serve no other gods. Both Joshua and Eliezer die, and with still more land to conquer, the people ask God who will lead them. Episode three, military leaders rise and fall. Now God appoints the tribe of Judah, who along with the tribe of Simeon, have victory over 10,000 men. They track down a runaway leader, Adonibezek, meaning Lord of Bezek. Renowned for removing thumbs and big toes from 70 other kings, Israel now delivers to him the same treatment. Then they take him to Canaan's main city, Jerusalem, where he dies, and they take the city, setting it on fire. Then the city Kirjath Arba, meaning town of four giants, is captured, and Caleb gives his daughter to the victor. Axar, meaning anklet, the bride marries Caleb's nephew. Othniel, meaning the power or lion of God, Finally, Caleb expels the tribe of giants, the three sons of the Anakin, to secure Hebron. Judah takes the coastline of Gaza, Ashkelon, and Ekron, while locals with iron chariots remain in the valley. The tribe of Benjamin chooses to live with local Jebusites in Jerusalem, and Joseph's ancestors take Bethel and decide to let an informant and his family go free. Conquests continue, and tribe by tribe, Israel leaves inhabitants in the land to pay them tribute money. They also leave local altars. So, at Bokim, meaning weepers, God sends an angel with a warning. The message reminds them that local people and their gods will be thorns in Israel's side and snare them. Still, five local kings remain, along with their altars and sacred groves to the Baal and Ashtaroth gods. Hebrews now begin to marry the locals and start worshipping their gods and gradually become enslaved by Canaanite kings. Now King Chushan rishatham meaning twice wicked, of Mesopotamia enslaves Israel for eight years. But Othniel, Caleb's son-in-law from the tribe of Judah, fights and secures peace for a generation, 40 years. The time is now around 1350 BC. Now a very fast king, Eglon, meaning calf-like, of Moab, controls Israel for 18 years. Ehud, meaning united from the tribe of Judah, is employed to bring him Israel's tribute money. He says that he has a secret message and asks for a private meeting with the king. As a left-handed man, he conceals his sword on the left-hand side of his body. Now alone in King Eglon's chambers, he stabs him but can't retrieve his knife because of the king's rolls of fat. Then Ehud locks him in his private bathroom and escapes through the plumbing. When Eglon's servants discover their king is dead, Moab's army is sent in pursuit. But under Ehud's command, Israel's army now defeats them, securing peace for a generation, 40 years. And around 1300 BC, 600 Philistine men rise up and Shamgar, meaning sword from the tribe of Benjamin, kills them with an ox goad, a long stick for guiding animals. Around 1250 BC, King Jabin, meaning discerner or wise of Canaan, controls Israel for 20 years. But a prophet Deborah, meaning bee from the tribe of Ephraim, sends for Israel's military leader. She tells Barak, meaning lightning, God's battle plan over King Jabin. But Barak says he'll only go if she accompanies him. Deborah agrees, but says victory will come through a woman. Enemy troops, led by Captain Sisera, possibly meaning swift, along with their 900 iron chariots are routed. Rain falls and the chariots are stuck in mud near the river Kishon, meaning bent like a bow. King Jabin runs and takes cover in the tent of a neutral tribe, owned by a lady called Jael, meaning goat. He asks for a drink of water, but she gives him some milk and he falls asleep. Then Jael takes a tent peg and, while the king is sleeping, she stabs him through the temples, fulfilling Deborah's prophecy. Once again, peace is secured in the land for a generation, 40 years. But Israel still takes half measures and doesn't destroy all the people in the land or their gods, as foretold, the Hebrews start to worship the Baal gods involving human sacrifice and degradation. You can read the story in the Bible book of Judges, chapters one to five. The Bible library of 66 books brings together one interconnected story. You can view the big picture, the meta-narrative, the overall, or you can view the unique scene, the micro story. It's a bit like using Google Earth, you can zoom in, or you can zoom out. Once you start to see the story scenes in the Bible and characters in context of the greater whole, the overall picture has more depth and meaning. The physical state of the nation of Israel directly reflects their relationship with God. When they separate from God's ways, they separate from his promises and become subject to their enemies. Listen in for the next installment of the ongoing Bible story. podcasts called Full Circle are based on the author's best knowledge at the time of production. They've been created from the Bible texts, commentaries, and historical studies. The Bible is God's living word, and its story and learning is unfolding and ongoing. Thanks to Bible translators, some of whom gave their lives to give us its words, you can delve into its pages and start your own journey of discovery today.